Join Ian Garvey as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. All right, folks. Today we're going to talk about the big mistakes professionals make in their marketing from the attitude to how they act. We're going to talk about the secret sauce of Shark Tank and how Susan, my wonderful guest here, helped one person get the, the biggest Shark Tank win ever. I, I don't know if it was, but I'll, I'll say that. Uh, the key to the greatest key to negotiation, the biggest mistakes in lawyer marketing, um, and the two personas that attorneys need in their practice. Susan Ivitz, thanks for being on. Thank you very much for having me. And don't forget this is brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com. One of the best ways to become an authority is show people that you do have transformations through your client stories. Go to VideoCaseStory.com where we can help you collect, craft, and deliver those video case stories. All right, let's get started. So Susan, you're from the Human Behavior Lab. We're going to talk about how, like, the importance of how people act, not just for their marketing, but for their outcomes on here. But tell me a little bit about what you do, because I this is like some of my favorite subjects is facial recognition, negotiation, body language. Tell me a little bit about your business. I think that starting with a business is to start who you are and how you start. And I, I at least personally, when I talk to people, like, how you ended up where you are? 13 years old, I wanted to be an FBI profiler. I have all my life planned when I was 13, freaky. I went to the uni and I found out I'm highly dyslexic, so life studying psychology, sociology, my master at the age of 24 and go to the FBI is not going to happen. So I decided to take my own path like my dad did. He was a diplomat, never went to the uni, but because he was an artist, we went around the world collecting uh, stolen art from the Auschwitz era. So I moved to Europe from South America where my parents were stationary and I, my first class was in body language in Belgium and when I was there I meet a gentleman who does or used to do political consulting and he says you're weird but you connect with people through your weirdness and people get they, they look at you, they listen to you, and you can read people. It says, well, I'm dyslexic, maybe that has something to do. And like, well, do you know the best profilers in the world are dyslexic? Says, I wanna, I wanna start bringing you to one of the coaching that I do with uh, political consulting. Guess what? I ended up working in political consulting for 18 years. What I did is the dark side. I teach politicians how to be more likable, the mannerism, how they talk, how they use their hands, their, their facial expression, how to how to dress, how to have a coherence between what you say and what you do on what used to be on the media newspapers. Now we have Twitter and all the things, but it's translate to different patterns. I got burned down after 18 years. I moved to the United States and like, now what are I gonna do? And my best friend who just happened to be my lawyer says, I have a client who's crazy. Crazy. There's no way that nobody's gonna like him. Can you do what you do with the politicians? I'm like, okay. The guy won, ended up being so likable, he was so afraid that the reason come up so strong. Because most people who come aggressive or kind of bully way is because they're afraid. So I 
give him uh, behavioral things to the mannerism. And I ended up mouth to mouth having a business working with lawyers. Five years ago, a sales training company approached me and says, can you do the same but with sales rep, teach them how to read everybody in 90 seconds. And a year and a half ago, I have a lawyer who says, I have a person who want to go to Shark Tank and they want a specific, a specific shark and she doesn't have the numbers. I don't know how it's going to happen. Guess what? She ended up being in March 10, the faster Shark Tank on the history deal, seven minutes. She got Mr. Wonderful and she sold half a million dollars of product on the weekend. And now everybody who want to present in Shark Tank come to me. How I do it? I'm a civilian host negotiator, I'm a profiler, forensic linguistic, statement analysis, face rating profiler, microexpressions, and body language, and I do personality types to learn how people better understand and how I can coach them, and I put it together, and that's the reason I'm a human behavior hacker. Some people have computers, I have humans, and I have a lot of fun doing it. I'm all nervous about, like, where are my hands? What is my face doing? <laughs> Oh, I already read you, Ian, so it's too late for that. I can tell too you what late. I okay. see. Oh, I can keep it between us. Okay, thank you. Keep it between you. Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> so, Shark Tank, let's talk about that for a second. What did you find? The key, I mean, can you give away some of the secret sauce? Yeah. To uh, what, How does it work? How does human behavior, because everyone says it's about the numbers, it's about the product. You're saying it's about the human behavior to get on sh to to capture a shark. In order to know what it worked, you need to go to the historical data that worked. Seminov was the guy who invented the door ring bell, where you ring the bell and you can see who is on your cell phone. Guess what? He was killing on the cells, and he didn't get the he didn't get the the deal. Three years later, he came back as one of the shark and one more successful entrepreneur in the history of the United States. What happened? He, on the voice, when he says, who is there? Seminov? Without on the voice. He wasn't, there are two things that fail. He, as a communicator in the product, he got the numbers, he got the product, he got the demonstration, but he wasn't safe and secure and trust and likable when he was presented. His body was close. He had a turtleneck. His, you cannot define the neck between the shoulders. He was doing that. And every time that somebody asked him something, he replied with a question, really? Sure. Why not? Yes. And when the sharks were doing questions, he didn't read the sharks and he didn't profile how different sharks approach. And even when they were giving him cues, he didn't get the cues. So when you learn, when you're going to present to someone, when you need to negotiate with someone, you need to profile two people, the one presenting and the one you're going to present. The most difficult part is when you have four or five sharks. So what we did with Atina is we profiled her. We took her like she was one of the people to profile. Half Greek, half Italian, former CMO Procter & Gamble, type A personality, tall, like that um, gladiator persona. It was too much. So we work on the makeup, we work on the hair, we work on the dressing, and we work on the heels. And most people do not know, you want to know what is the secret sauce on Shark Tank? I do, of course. The walk. 
You see, they make you work on the on the hallway, and most people don't know they make you stand ninety seconds looking at the shark. And that is the time when the shark decide if they're gonna like you or not. If you're likable, if you are strong, and you have a personality, or you can cape in front of the sharks. So for example, Mr. Wonderful lick his lips when he likes something and do the stipple. Uh, other sharks there move forward. So when she says, I want Mr. Wonderful, he never invested before in a laundry company. She have a company called Behebra uh, that even there, she have her own pattern because she had big boobs and it was a problem all her life. So we work on the speech, the word to use. And because Mr. Wonderful is half Greek too, we knew that the family history, the Greek family is going to be important for him and that's where he click without knowing he's being profiled. So we tone her down and make Mr. Wonderful to feel in control because he liked to feel, feel in control. He wanted to be the boss. So by talking that way, actually he was the first one to make an offer and the offer was so strong. The other shark back it up and they said to Atina, Atina, take the deal. He never had done this before. He wants you. And even she fought with her, with him about the percentage of the money and she ended up taking the deal and now she's so successful she's talking with agents and LA to have her own show that's how strong her personality was so we did what we did for political consulting profile the client and profile what she's going to be talking to that's phenomenal and I think this really segues really well into lawyers professionals mm -hmm. because everyone thinks they have to be tough or quote-unquote professional in their marketing and tough and quote-unquote professional in the courtroom, does that work? No. When you get too cocky, one of the things that I learned and I utilize by studies hostage negotiation as a civilian was to understand active listening. And I says from all the people that I study with, hostage negotiators are the best because they know how to listen and how to reply. So after that, I studied negotiation in Harvard under the lawyers uh, uni, the, 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 the law school. And people are like, why you went to study with lawyers? Because I want to understand both. I want to understand the, fa the fallacies, the, 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 the weakness, and I want to understand the strongness. So you get, when you see law and order in those series, like, oh yeah, he moved the shoulder. Book it then, oh, he's guilty. No, it's another <laughs> way. Another way. So if, for example, ask me any question. What question should I ask you? Uh, from <laughs> what is the color of my pants to what I have for breakfast? I asked you a question. It was, what is the question I should ask you? <laughs> uh, well, the question you should ask me is any question related to what maybe you're curious about me because I'm curious about you. I want to know about you too, but you go first. You're in control. What is your favorite food? My favorite food are sweet potato fries and chicken fried in their own fat chicken wings. Oh my God, the best one are in the South. What about you? What is your favorite food? Ooh, I don't know. I, I love food so much. Tell I, me more. I, what is your relationship <laughs> with food? I love food. I love to cook it. I love to make it. I love to make it pretty. I love pretty food. I love street food. I love the people that make food. With a name like garlic, how can you not? <laughs> so you, you like to cook for your friends and family? Yes, I do. 
What is your kid's favorite food? Uh, I don't want to say. It's like it's frozen pizza. <laughs> so what we did there is I told you that you have the first question. I make you feel in control. So you start the conversation. So when you're talking with someone in a depot, in an interview, or in an everyday life, you need to pick one question says, I like that question. I like that you take control. Tell me more. And when you says, I like, I don't know, I like every food and says, tell me more, why? And I reply to all your questions with part of the question on the answer. That is a way to mirror people when you're talking with them. That is way more effective than mirroring people physically if you don't know what you're mirroring. So when you're negotiating is, tell me more. Uh, and why that? Open questions. So if you says any situation, I'm like, I'm in a complicated situation. Tell me more how you ended up there. Why? What is going on to you? So when you have a conflict in a company and you go to train a company, most people ask, what is going on with your people? When the person who call you is usually the one who have the biggest conflict, not the team who is a reflection on that person. So you need to start talking with that person. And if you come on like, yeah, that is the scarcity. Yeah, that is your fault. That is your problem. Like, no, talk to that person how they need to be talked. Show empathy with being a fixer or show empathy helping them to land what they need to be landing. That's how you use negotiation, listening, asking the questions and make the people the most feel the most important person in the room. If you leave a meeting, the other people think that you are the most important person in the room, you fail to the negotiation. So how does this now relate to how an attorney or a professional should portray themselves now in marketing, how they should portray themselves now in, in videos and, and what type of strength should they portray? Most lawyers made the mistake talking about themselves and all the accreditations and how much they win, but they don't talk how they transform other people's life. When you go to a lawyer, you need to have two lawyers wearing two hats. The lawyer who make you feel that is going to fight for you and with you. There are two different words for you and with you. And the lawyer who's going to be a tiger when they leave the cage. So most lawyers says, oh, we won $5 million for a person who was wrongly dead. Okay. How? Why? why you took the case, how to relate to the family, what are the things that you change in that family? Because it's not only the money. When you have, a, you have different lawyers, you have divorce lawyers who are looking for a person who look gonna look for your interest because it's too emotional. You wanna know that you're gonna have enough money to send your kids to college. If you never worked before, how are you gonna supplement myself? So I need to bring an investment advisor talking about the things that you're gonna modify, that you're gonna be fighting for. If it's an accident, I understand. If you have a similar history, I work with a lot of lawyers that they have an accident and that the reason of something happened in their family. So I want to know that story before you tell me all the wins that you have. Because if I like you and I trust you, I'm going to be working with you. When I have a personally have an accident a couple years ago and I need to go to a lawyer, the first thing I said to the lawyer, what I should hire you. Well, because like, no, 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 no. Tell me your story, how you ended up here. And when he told me how he ended up there and like, 
Okay, now, second question. How good you are in trials? I love trial. That is my, I, I prefer to go to trial, the mediation, that when I shine, that's when I get more money. Great, because this case is going to go to trial and I need to know you're going to be a tiger. So I ask him to go to see him in a trial. And when I see the two personas, the one in front of the jury and the jurors, and the persona who he was with me. He texts me when I need it. He shows support. We don't buy his, we establish the loss. We're not going to text on the weekend. You're going to talk to my assistant, explain the process. Another thing the lawyers, they don't they say is I'm not going to be the person talking with you all the time. You're going to talk to my assistant or you're my paralegal. It's important to bring to the table who is going to be this person talking to, who's going to be the second in command, because logically you cannot be replying your phone all the time. Those are the things the lawyer do not understand that are important because they're in the law, lawyer suit, but they sometimes they don't transpolate how the people need to feel safe when you put in your life, your savings, and your future in somebody else's hands. Make sense how you need to market for the human side? Yeah, and I mean, I think you, you've said a lot there, but making people feel safe. And what are the keys, obviously, because you're a human behavior specialist, how do people feel safe? And, you know, I've got my opinions, but like from a presentation standpoint, what can I do as an attorney, as a professional to make people feel safe? That you listen to them. Uh, most lawyers says like, okay, okay we, we don't need to go there. We don't need to go there. When, when do you know what is the primary thing that people want to? When people ask me why people come to you to get their faces red, I can understand they want the, the face red of a family member or somebody they need to deal. Why they want to have their faces red? Because the primary thing people want to be seen. Let's put it in another aspect. Why you have TikTok, why you have Facebook, why you have Instagram, when people take so many pictures about their food, walking with their dog, you know why? Because they want to be seen. So the way to translate, that's the reason you need to study behavior in so many platforms before you apply it to whatever you want to be applying. Maslow hierarchy, food, safe, roof. And a lawyer does that to you. If you have an accident and you are not able to put food in your table, your primary needs are not taken care. So I know that my lawsuit and mediation maybe can take five years. What are the options in the middle to support my family I have to make sure that I am not ended up? Because one of the reasons they extend the, the trials and the lawsuits is to make sure you're so desperate because they, they, they look at you. They know your finances. You need to have discretion and everything that you release. So they're going to know if you're uh, tied for money. Walk with them and what are the options and do never ever lie. I, I know lawyers who lie to the, the client says, oh, this is going to be over in six months. And you plan your finances in six months. And guess what? In seven months, you lose your house. Safety come in based on your needs. Safety doesn't mean for everyone the same. You're living in Iraq or you're living in Ukraine. Safety is not to get your house bombed. You are in Chicago Street is not to get shot. You living on the forest is make sure the coyote is not going to eat me when I'm taking my walk. So safety depends on your needs. And most people do not pay attention to the needs. When you have kids, is that your kids are able to feel fulfill their life they've been having until now. If you're going to be providing for them, what kind of medical care I can have, that is safety for a client.
super important. And then, you know, from a standpoint of, okay, now I've told you that, how do I show that, you know, show that? Because I can tell you, but how do I show it with my behavior? How do I show it on a website what, and compared to what people are doing right now? Because I think this is a very important thing to get across because I see it so much and it's, it's institutional where they look at one lawyer or they look at one doctor and they're like, that's the doctor's pictures, we need to make that. What, is the, what do you feel is the best practice for how you should display yourself? One of the things that I, I do advertisements sometimes there's some agency in me says, uh, this message correlate with what the picture correlate with what we're gonna do. I'm gonna give an example. You have a mole in your nose and you have a family who have a history of cancer. So you need to take really serious. You're going to go to a doctor who look like a spa and doing Botox and uh, lifting on the face and facelift, or you're going to go to a doctor who look like a clinic. So if I have a skin situation that can be cancer, I'm going to go to a doctor who look like a surgical table because it's given me the feeling that it's going to be a doctor who's going to take care. Now, I want to do Botox. I'm going to go to a place that look like a spa because I don't understand that a dermatologist or nurse need to do it. The same with lawyers. So when you're a lawyer, the message they need to get on the website is, I hear you, I listen to you, I care about you. You're more important, you're more important than anything else. You need me people feel they are going to be the center of attention. And the reality is that person is not going to be the center of the attention 100%. But you need to establish how the process are going to work. Lawyers fail to explain the process. So making a simple bullet point, the how we're going to be working, I know how prepared I need to go to the first interview. And those processes are aligned with mine. Not every client is for you. Not every lawyer is for you, depending when you're looking for. If you have family support or you're alone and your lawyer is going to be indirectly your support. So if you says, okay, that is how we're going to work. We're going to have a 45 minute consultation. After that, we together we're going to agree and what are the next steps. Some people we going to agree is like, oh, I feel like going to be still in control and it, that is going to be a partnership. Some people like, I don't know anything. I don't want to be part. I want you to take control. So the way to narrow you the niche of people you're going to have, because sometimes you can end up with the wrong client and you cannot get away with that client. So in the message you get away uh, outside is the way that you can narrow the niche and people know. Expectation and disappointment coming from have expectation that cannot be fulfilled. Dating. Most people see a picture, see a profile. Oh my God, this is the perfect person. And you show up and it's 20 pounds high, high, heavier, 20 years older, and has nothing to do with a picture. So you get disappointed. No, because the person is not amazing. It's because the expectation you have. So if you put a simple bullet point of the things and the process you're going to get in order to work together, you're going to narrow your niche and people are going to come with the with the, this uh, shield of are, nobody want to talk to a lawyer, let's be honest, until you need one. And when I need one, I need to make sure I align with my needs. Love it, love it. And what do you think are the biggest, what's the biggest mistake that you see professionals doing in their, in their marketing and just in their persona out there and affecting their business? 
when they met you in person, you're not the same person. You don't have an avatar. My avatar is my big glasses, my red lipstick, my black nails, the way I dress, the way I act. I'm quirky, weird, all over the place. I own it. So if you cannot deal with someone that is intense, and go too fast and sometimes it's, I'm on a rabbit hole, I'm not going to be your, we're not going to be able to work together. And I need to make sure that you understand that sometimes you're going to need to let me be in control because what I need to know about you in order to work together is like going to a priest or the rabbi. I need to know all the dirty secrets before everybody else know them. Or I need to know the dirty secrets outside to work with you. So one of the mistakes is, you show one persona and when they meet you is different. You don't have a clear message, what I can do for you. In my case, I have great areas. So the people who understand what we do, they can read between lines. But if somebody comes to me and says, I don't know what you do. Well, because you're not my client. So put out there what you do and how you do it and leave great areas. I have personalized grammatical mistakes in my website. You know why? Because if somebody comes to me and says, oh, I found these gra grammar errors in your website, you're not my client. Because if you're more interested on the grammatical errors than the content, you're gonna be a pain in the neck to work with. You're gonna be looking on details they are not for you to look on. And by the way, I'm dyslexic. I always says my first presentation, I'm highly dyslexic. Don't judge me for my grammar, judge me for my knowledge. And in my website says that. And if you read the warning and it's still more worried about the grammatical errors, you're not my people. And well, it saved me a lot, of a lot of time. People don't understand. You need to fire friends, employees, and clients too. Last year I took a sabbatical and I easily fired the biggest law firm that I was working with. You know why? Every time that we have a meeting, everybody's like, oh, we have a meeting again with these guys. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna get coffee. I'm gonna have a drink. So <laughs> nobody wanna work with them. And I realized when I fired them, we ended up being more productive and start working with people they really like. And that changed the dynamic and the money who we bring to the company. Leave your message clear when you're gonna put something out there, what you can do, but most important, what you cannot do. Do not lie, don't set expectation. I'm gonna win this case for you. You don't know if you're gonna win it. It says, may, I'm going to tell you maybe things that you want you don't want to hear, but I'm going to get you ready. And I, I, the promise I can do for you is that I'm going to win with my teeth and bones to get you what you deserve. Now, we're going to get it? We don't know, but we have all the tools to get you there. That is a message that I'm not setting expectations, so I don't get complaints on the Bar Association that tend to happen a lot of often because people say, oh, he promised this and didn't deliver it. Be clear in your message. Don't be desperate. When you have desperation, people can smell it. I mean, this is fantastic. I love the grammar thing because I think people spend too much time looking. I see this all the time. They're like, I want to be perfect. I want to be perfect. I'm like, no, this is you. This is you we're putting out. And one of my clients actually said one of the biggest compliments he got was from a doctor who hired him who said, you're just like you are in your videos. And, mm -hmm. you know, it makes people feel comfortable. It makes your outcome better, right? Because when people feel comfortable with you, they listen to you more, they do what you say, and you can work better with them. Uh, it's I, I I'm sorry, Ian. If you try to lure to everyone, you're not lured to anyone. 
you again you need to work with people that are like you and when you work with people like you and believe me there is a taste for every wine out there you need to pair the right glasses so you need to work with your people when the people come like oh i feel like i know you i feel like i already like you you save so much time working trying to fit a circle and a triangle is trying to work with someone that you don't have a pair natural pair to work with yes no it's it's a, i mean because our work life especially if you're a professional we spend so much time with these people you should enjoy being around them and if you don't i mean you're, you're sucking your own life away no matter how much money you're making it's it's not worth it. Uh, this has been fantastic. So Susan, tell us about working with you. Uh, it's fun. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> uh, I have one of the best testimony for a lawyer and says she's crazy, but she have her things together. So if you want to win, you need to deal with her. Advice. Love she, it. if you need to understand her madness to go with it but follow she gonna make you win and i think that is what we do is so outside the box it's a mix between lie to me and dr bull then i was counsel in cbs i hate that we use science we use technology we use voice analysis we record videos about you and we send it to market research to determine if the people like you like your makeup your hair your um your your clothing we have stylists nurses makeup artists we have hairdressers uh we have uh profilers we have voice coach we have uh, actor coaching People don't understand when you need to go there, either to prepare a video to show yourself, either when you need to go to a trial, but more important, when you need to go to a depot. If you show a strong on a deposition, people is gonna want to me uh, negotiate, go to mediation, not to go to a trial. So most lawyers make the mistake to bring us when the trials happen, but all the damage is already done. It's cheaper and easier to bring us on the depot. You show is strong, nobody wanna mess with a strong person. So that's what we do. You wanna win a sales, you wanna win a trial. I says, I put clowns on the White House. I teach, uh, I can get you out of jail and I can teach us Eskimos to sell ice to another Eskimos. So if you wanna win in any scenario, talk to us. I love it, I love it. And uh, where, that's at humanbehaviorlab.com. Yes, where do you spend most of your time on social media? Uh, LinkedIn and Facebook. And now my media handler, it put me in Instagram and TikTok that is still, I don't understand five seconds, how <laughs> you can explain in five seconds, but I'm doing my best. But Instagram and Facebook, I would say is the place where we oh. do. And we have a YouTube channel when we do special shows and we talk about the witchcraft that we do, then I think is the funniest part of all. I love it, I love it. Well, we'll make sure to put links to all that in the show notes. And also, Susan and I are going to do a true law stories talking about um, how she's used all these techniques in, in recent court cases. But uh, Susan, thanks so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show. Thank you for having me. And thank you all for taking Susan and I on a journey. This has been Iron Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it will make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads. Better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? 
how do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 